We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Marks and Reese. Live from Chickens and Pizza, South Philadelphia. Johnny Marks, Ike Reese. Hi, Ike. Johnny Marks, how at your boy? Well, very emotional show for us today, Ike, as it will be the final time we are on the air after John Ritchie and Joe DeCamera. Oh, man. This is going to be time. awesome. Yeah, I thought I've been, I've been thinking about that all day and how we would handle it, how we would handle it, what would life be like. You know, not not being led into by John Ritchie nice. and, and Joe DeCamera with James Seltzer. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm heartbroken, man. We're gonna have to do it because it's our job to get through it. Yeah. Um, but not having times yours at 145, oh, leading into turning two at 150, into us coming up at 202 like we did today. Mm. Um, it, on it, a Friday, on a, beat the hammer. I don't get to hear that yes. on the way in to work anymore. We're Man. Gonna, Jack, we're going to have to rally. It's we know. Be tough. We know on Monday a new show starting, and we're happy with Joe, Joe Giglio and yeah. this, obviously. A new, a new show will start Monday? A new show starting on Monday. You Wait, is Angelo heard, leaving? You, <laughs> might, you might, might, might not have heard that Angelo also is gone. Uh, he will no longer be with the station. Yeah. A bunch of sap suckers is all I heard today. <laughs> Just want y'all to know. For eight hours today, that's all I've been listening to. We don't have violins to play like those guys. <laughs> Do you know why? Because nothing changes with, with us. Exactly. Marks and Reese, two to six. We're not no getting changes. any love from two no. to six. We're going to miss you guys, hearing you guys on the way home. We don't have contributors. We don't have help. There's no associate <laughs> producers. There's no, there's no babysitters or anything like that. There's us. Just us. All right? Nobody to answer phone calls. Uh-uh. Us. We're going to grind through this thing like we've been doing. Damn right we are, Ike. Grittiest show on radio. Sad day to day. And that's what it is. They're holding, they're, hard, they're holding our good looks against us. Did Seltzer really say, Joe DeCamera, thank you for allowing us to make fun of you? Is that what, did he really say that? He did. In so many words. In it, so many words. It, it was emotional at the end of their show today. I, thank you, I, Joe, I, for I being yourself. Well. Yep. yep. Uh, hopefully there's video coming on social media because I was – you know, I had the chicken skin. I was starting to tear up a little bit. I know Taz was very emotional here at Chiggies and Pete's. Oh, man. But, but anyway, what, so listen. All right, let's get through the day today. Here's we, all we can do is do our best <laughs> yes. to get through today, I agree. Yes. So let's do it. All right, so it, it is, it's, the end of, it's the end of a – I mean, think about this. The Eagles lost the Super Bowl on Sunday. I mean, yeah. it's still, it still almost hasn't said until you say it. Like, the mm-hmm. Eagles went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. A terrible penalty ended the game to where they didn't get a chance to come down. There have been many different angles. There have been many different feelings as the week has went on. I feel much worse today than I did on Monday and Tuesday. So it's a let it all out Friday today, Ike Reese. Mm-hmm. Here's the day. Because once we move into next week, not that we still can't talk about it, not that we still can't complain we can't about, talk it. about it. We'll be talking about this damn game for the next six months. Of course we will. <laughs> but today is kind of the last day of the week in the grieving process where if you haven't had a chance to let it all out or you mm-hmm. want to let it all out, we're here for you. We're emotional with what's going on here today with the show, and so are you. 215-592-9494. We're live at Chiggs and Pete's in South Philly. 215-592-9494. 
a uh, let it all out Friday. Get it out of your system. If you haven't been able to get in this week or you have gotten in and you still want to let it out even more, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start it right now. That third and one false star penalty that led to third and five, which totally changed the, the play call, and it ended up leading to the fumble of Jalen Hurts. I did a radio interview this morning, and I was asked about that specific play, the false start. And I said, you know what? You're like the first person that actually has brought that up outside of Philadelphia because we've talked about it a bunch of times. Like That is such a huge play in the game. If you don't get that false start and you do the tush push and you get the first down right there, you're at the 46 or the 45-yard line of the Chiefs, and you know what? You probably go down and you score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. It changed the whole game. And thinking about all those moments in the game where it's like, oh, my God, we could have had a, had a, a parade yesterday. That's the one moment right now that sticks with me that I can't, that I can't stop thinking about. I, I rewatched the game last night, Ike, mm -hmm. like you guys have did. Man, there's so many moments in that game that you go back and you're like, damn it, that three and out in the second half. But that, I mean, the third and one false start moment is the one I was thinking about last night and today. Yeah, the one that gets me is when they kick the field goal to go up 27-21. Um, you look at the sequence of plays there. You look how that played out in the end. You got you have a, um, you had to burn a timeout, you know, so you don't get delay a game. You throw short of the sticks to Kenny Gainwell. He gets stopped. It's fourth and six, fourth and five. Now, while I can excuse not going for it on fourth down in your own territory, when you're down there and when I've seen you already go for it on fourth and five and convert in that game and convert, you ran a damn quarterback power, quarterback counter on fourth and five, and Jalen Hurts ran for about 20 yards. You didn't throw for it on fourth and five. You ran it on fourth and five. So to, to not go for it in that instance, that's the one I would have to believe. You know, Nick Sirianni, I thought, did a great job yesterday at the podium. All right, I, I, you know, you, you got to be confident, confident in your answers. You had to know you were going to get second-guessed by a lot of your decision-making in the game this past Sunday. You want to come off as if you were, you were confident when those decisions were made, especially in the heat of the moment. But it's okay to actually sit back and reflect and say, you know what? Maybe on that fourth and five, I could have dialed up something. Maybe we could have we could have gone for it right there, but I thought getting the points there was 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 more important. The problem is it only gave you a six point lead. Right. So if Kansas City were to go down and score, it was going to be you want to be behind regardless. If it gives them a seven-point lead, if it gives them a two a two possession, that's game, different. It's different. It's different. Yeah, six-point lead there. You know, and touchdown beat you. In hindsight, I'm like, eh, what did you really accomplish there? Not to mention, it was a 17-play drive. It was a 17-play drive that ended in three points. That's almost impossible to do. The 17-play drive that ended in three points where you had a chance to go for it on fourth down to, to, to continue to move that drive. The Kansas City Chiefs were one of the worst red zone defenses when it comes to giving up touchdowns. So that played in your favor. I don't think we drew up a good enough play on third down because they seemed to have it covered, and Jalen, for whatever reason, went underneath the Kenny Gainwell, and the Chiefs rallied to make the tackle five to six yards short of the first down. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
So to me, when I'm going back over the game and I'm saying, man, if there's one thing I wish I could have done, okay, you can sell me on not, not going for it in your own territory afterwards. Okay, okay, whatever. But that was in Kansas City territory. That was on a drive where you dominated the clock and you should have wanted to come away with seven. You should have wanted to come away with seven there. You came away with three there. Took me a couple days, but I'm starting to get to where A.J. was. I didn't feel it in the moment. I'm not going to lie. I didn't feel it in the moment. But when you look back on the, on, on the sequence, when you look back on the play that was called, when you look back on how aggressive this team has been all year long, how many times did they go for it on fourth down when I'm in the press box saying, oh, no, we can't be going for it right here. This is ridiculous. Boom, they get it. You did it all year. Yep. You did it all year. You did it all year. And if, if Nick Sirianni is being honest with himself, he probably wishes he had a coach the same way he coached all year. I, I don't know if I can truly say it feels like he called the same type of game he called all year long. He was aggressive the same way he was all year long. We got in that major spot. We got in that big spot on the big stage. And now your decisions have more ramifications to them. And he chose to go the conservative and he, and route. He thought about that. Yeah, it wasn't a regular season game. This is the no, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. If I make the wrong decision, I could be blamed. See, and I think had he gone forward in his own territory, that and not and not and, and he had they not gotten it, I think that would have been a bigger story. That would have been a topic of discussion more so had he gone for it on fourth down there instead of kicking a field goal. Yeah. I think most people people would have justified him going for it on fourth down. On that side of the field. Well, five, five days later, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't. Because yeah. that, that puts you up. That puts you up uh, Well, at least you stay, you, you, and you stay true to yourself. You're, you're aggressive. You're the aggressive team. You go for it on fourth down more than anybody in the league. Right. But like, like you said, even though, even though when that ended, I mean, you're almost in the fourth quarter. But, like, the field goal puts you up six points. That's all it did. It puts you up six points. You lose if they score a touchdown. And by the way, they just marched down the field like a hot knife through butter. And you had to know that you had to know that that was coming, mm-hmm. right? You had to know that. Oh, like we have to go score for score, and that's not a field goal. Because even if you don't convert there, they fall fifteen-yard line. Oh my God, they were on a fifteen-yard line. It was fourth, fourth and five from the fifteen, and we got on Andy. We didn't get on him, but we pointed out Andy didn't go for it on fourth down in the first half. And they missed the field goal. Well, how's that different? Yeah, I don't. How's know. that different? They were closer. Fourth and sixteen. The Eagles were closer. They were at the twenty when they did the the check down the gain well. Mm-hmm. Here's where the check down the gain well makes sense. If you're going for it, if on you're going for it on fourth down, because you get five yards now, it's more manageable. Yeah, you could have kicked the field goal there with an incomplete pass. It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. No, you still under under forty yards. Yes, yeah, thirty-seven yard field goal. Yes. So, so you have that, and I guess. See, again, the play call dictated what they were going to do. Nick had decided that they weren't going to go for it on fourth down. They were taking the points, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there may, there's maybe a different play call. Maybe you're, you're going for a shorter pass because you're trying to get it fourth. Right. Down. Yeah, you, just, hell, you can run a draw on that right. play and pick up eight or nine yards. Because that's a that's – a, I mean, that's a – you had said that's his third or fourth option on the play because the other – Oh, yeah, he's going through the reads. Yeah, and you can easily tell he went to the check down. Yeah, it was like, okay. And I remember the it the same way. Yeah. He was running out of time in the pocket, so he dumped it down, got the yards. Yeah. So, like, that's great, but it does, it's no effect on the game. Yeah, you could have did that with an incomplete pass and got the same so, three points. I agree with you 100%, and it, it, 
I mean, I, I don't know why we didn't make a bigger deal out of it in the moment. I th- like, it's almost like I forgot about it because everything that happened in, else that yeah. happened after that. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're so focused on the defense. Right. That right. made it a six-point game. It didn't yeah. matter at that point. If, if Listen, I, and like I said, the, 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 the punt from your own 32, okay. I, 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 can, I, can, I can buy that. I can buy that. You're right. deep in your own territory. Whatever. I'm, I'm not going to fight you on that one. I, I can see the logic there. But we have been one of the most aggressive teams all year long going for it on fourth down. We had already gone for it on fourth and five, fourth and six. But doesn't the analytic tell you to go for it there if that's what they're using? Well, because, I, I mean, listen, I, I would think so. I mean, what would you say? We're doing a, it all year. We're on the 15-yard line, 15 you said? Yard line. We're on the 15-yard line. Hold on. So could they pick up a first down? Yeah. So, yeah, they would have needed to get to, what, the five-yard line? The nine-yard nine yard line. So you needed six more yards. Fourth yeah. and six from the 15. Yeah. 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 You can still get a first down. You can still get a first. Yeah, you don't even have to throw it in the end zone. You can still get – that actually compounds it. You can actually still pick up a first down. You don't have – like sometimes you're like it's fourth and, fourth and goal, and so the defense knows you're likely going to throw it in the end zone. Because you have to. Fourth and six, the defense is in a little bit of a quandary. They it actually have, opens it up. They have to cover the first down sticks and the end zone. So it actually is more it's, – it's, it's more to your advantage there that you can pick up a first down in only six yards. Because the defense, the defense doesn't know what to call. Do we try to stop them from getting no, the first down, or do we keep them from getting a touchdown? Is Jalen going to run? It's, it's, that's the other thing. Jalen can take off and run on the play He's or anything. He's already done it. Yes. Yeah, that's the one that gets me. Supposed to feel it it took me a while that. to get around to it. And, I don't, and I, listen, A.J. was speaking his truth, and that's the way he was feeling, and it came out. I, I – I don't think it looks good saying it because it almost second guesses your coach. That mean he's let right. us well, let us second guess your coach. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean I don't agree with what he said. Uh, let us second guess the coach. But that that was my only issue with AJ saying it is that it, it, it to me would come off as if you're second guessing the coach. It didn't come off that way to most people, so we move on from it. But when you think back to it, yeah, why didn't well, we go? Huge, why didn't spot. we go for it there on fourth and six? 215-592-9494. We're live with Chiggs and Pete's Marks and Reese. 215-592-9494. The best in-game experience for basketball, hockey, and more. Chickies and Pete's. Come check it out. Chickiesandpete's.com. That's in itself depressing to have football removed from the best in-game experience in that right there. Now we just have basketball and hockey. Soon to be baseball as well, Jack Fritz, on a Let It All, let it all Out Friday. What, what do you want to let out? It'll make you feel better, buddy. What do you got? Well, I feel like I've been – I feel like I try to fight this the whole week or whatever because I'm not one to, to make excuses, not an excuse guy. But as I woke up this morning still thinking about the game, like I keep coming back to the flag and, and what the flag kind of <laughs> ripped away from us was a chance to see Jalen down three or, or even – probably down three because they kicked the field goal, whatever, with a chance to go like complete his journey and, and complete – his like run to glory and having the MVP taken from him with the injury and going down, marching down the field and delivering a championship to the city of Philadelphia. And I, it's just, I've kind of felt jobbed all week that it just kind of ended. Like it was such a, it was such a great game for it to end like that. It still sucks. Not even just as an Eagles fan, but as a sports fan, as a football fan, because like I, there, 90% of me believes he was going to go down and they were going to win the game or at least tied up and they were going to overtime. And it just annoys me that we were, we were kind of ripped away from that. And Richard Sherman said this week that, you know, 
New York should have called in and said, hey, pick up the flag. If you're like, <laughs> why not? I mean, at this point, you're trying to make the right calls all the time. In that situation, it's annoying they made that call. And it, it really ripped us from possibly getting an all-time, all-time Philly sports moment behind Jalen Hurts. So that's where I'm at today. Let's let it all out Friday. I agree with you on everything there except for the league calling in or calling down and saying, pick up the flag. Because the problem is now you got the Kansas City fans who also see the tug. So once you go to the replay and you see the tug, you can't then turn around and say that wasn't holding because now the Kansas City fans are going to be upset. To me, the official can't throw the flag right. in there it's unless hard to it's egregious. That. Yes, it's, it's hard, hard to overturn, hard to overturn it. No, you can't. Like, like it, I understand it, and I'm – I'm for more review than, than not, right? Like, I, I want more review, not less review. Mm-hmm. You can't review every single play, and you yeah. also can't put all the power in the NFL's hands in New York. You have to let the guys on the field. Yeah, that's what they get paid they, for. They, they have to do it. And the yeah. minute that the NFL in New York's deciding, like, no, nah, let's then, call then, that a – Then the rig stuff comes in. Right. <laughs> or scripted stuff and, comes and, in. And, and that's where – and that's dangerous. So, no, I mean, like – and I get it. Like, you do wish that they would have huddled and said – Hey, like, I don't know about that. But they did huddle, and they decided that, no, we were going to stick with the penalty. I mean, yeah. Once he threw it, like I said, if one, once he threw it, now you have both sides looking at the call. Yeah. So if you overturn it, Kansas City's going to be mad that you picked up the flag. Yep. Oh, no, that's where the rig – I mean, you were talking yeah. about the rig stuff. That's where the rig <laughs> stuff yeah, comes yeah. in. They hit the button. Yeah, we, yeah, once you do that and they show the replay a thousand times, it's going to be like, yeah, we may be like, oh, that's not a – that's not a – Oh, and you don't call that there. But the other side is going to say, hold on, you threw the flag. Why are you picking it up? He clearly yep. tugged him. Yep. I'm sure if Jalen, you know, they do pick up the flag, New York calls it in, Chiefs fans would have been like, you know what? Great game. You know, great game. I'm glad they picked up the flag. It was tip the right cap, thing to tip do. Yes. Cap, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, right I think that's what do. they would have done for sure. The most important thing is getting the call right, I think, is what most of this them would say. what they would have said. Yep, yep. All right, let's get a, a phone call or two in here. Uh, let's go to Jay. Jay's in Pensgrove. Jay, it's a let it all out Friday on the Marks and Reese show, buddy. How are you? Hey, hey what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What what's up, Jay? up, Jay? Hey, all right, man. Yo, I'm tired of guys calling up and stuff on Gannon. Football is a play-by-play, quarter-by-quarter situation. Um, y'all guys talked about the offsides, the fumble. Uh, Maddox not paying attention with his bad eyes. Instead of keeping his eyes on his luggage. On his luggage, yep. yep. You know what I mean? And then yep. you get guys who call up, like yesterday, I had to turn you all off, talking about blaming Gannon. All right, if you got two by two and you get a jet motion, swing motion, where's the communication? Where's the rules? It, it was none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. people call up here and they talk about their feelings and nobody's talking football, all right? Well, listen, I can appreciate that, and I, I understand it, but you got to realize that a lot of what you're getting right now is emotions and feelings as opposed to looking at it from a schematic standpoint. And, and they just want – fans right now just want to be able to vet, Jay. Like, and, and, and honestly, I get it because it's still, it's still raw right now. It's like we're not a month away from the game where you could have had time to sit back and reflect and look still on it that way. Days. This thing is still raw, man. It's, it's still raw right now. And it's, it's, it's amazing that it's gotten worse, the feeling has, as the week has not gone better. on. Yeah, yep. it's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. Yep. Yeah, but you can't blame the referee based on mistakes that players make. Even if I'm coaching in high school when the parents say, hey, how come y'all lost or this and that? You're not yep. looking at, hey, your son missed the tackle. Hey, your right. son fumbled. 
Right. Your son jumped off off sides five times. I'm mm-hmm. saying you gotta self reflect and and talk actions of O's. I said, uh, hey, this is I'm mad about this, but it's a reason. That, yeah, that well, like like Jay, to the point. Yeah, Jay. I mean, like, like it's okay to like. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, regulate yeah. how you should call in and feel. But but if you wanted to talk X's and O's, Jay, I got no problem with that. Right. We, yeah, we got no problem doing that. But I think the majority of fans, it's it's about how they are emotionally feeling right now. Right. It's not about. I mean, some of it is X's and O's, but some of it is. I don't care what you say. I ain't buying that because it still don't feel good to me right now. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just just part of it. And if we're going to and, – and I appreciate what Jay said about the mm-hmm. – it can't just be all on Jonathan Gannon because that's the way I feel. Just you bringing up and us talking about not going for it on fourth down right there, right? that's a huge decision in the oh, yeah. game that hasn't been talked about really at all. Yeah. Yeah, we dissected Gannon all week. Yeah, all week we sliced and <laughs> yeah, diced, yeah, and yeah. Spags did such a great job. But they gave up 35 points, but he got a stop and got him out on third down. Yeah. So that makes him better and all this other stuff. And it's like, it's I don't feel better today no. like, on a Friday. No, and it's not it's not about placing blame. Um, we we said it's a let it all out Friday. And, again, as you continue to go through the week, now you're looking at other things. We focused on the punt return. Um, the 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 bad holding call, the field like we Jonathan Gannon in the scheme, the the arrow play, the jet play that they got beat on back to back for touchdowns. Like we've gone through all that now. It's like okay, there's a couple other things offensively, especially since Nick got a chance to to talk about the game four days later. Yep, and and he said confidently that he wouldn't he wouldn't have changed anything he did Sunday. Well, the only thing. I think if we give him some truth serum, I think that I think that fourth and six down there on the fifteen yard line. He's thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, he should be. You know who else I believe is thinking about that? That's people who just you know the, the guy whose name is at the bottom of the, the big paycheck everybody gets on Mondays. He got that 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 that, that rubber stamp rhymes they put with on Je- there. Rhymes with Jeff Lurie. Yeah, rhymes with Jeff Lurie. Yeah, I guarantee you he thought about it. He's thinking about that. Well, apparently AJ Brown was thinking about it as well. <laughs> which means that there were guys on on the sideline said the same yep. thing. Of course. Yep. All right, we'll be back from Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Best in-game experience for all the sports right here at Chickies and Pete's. Don't go anywhere. Marks and Reese, get to your phone calls. It's a let-it-all-out Friday. It's the end of the week. What is still hitting you? What is annoying you the most? Get it off your chest. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. I know I've been uh, selling a little or a lot. (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Aggressive all year going for it. Really trust our guys in, in scenarios. I think fourth and three on your own 30, what was it, 33? Yeah, I think you get 32 out of 32 NFL coaches saying they punt that ball every time. 32 out of 32. Um, I, I don't – hey, if I had known they were going to return it to the four in, the, in, the, in hindsight, I think – I think I would, you know, obviously I would have went for it there. Um, but no regrets there on that. Um, that is not my thought process right there. And to be quite quite honest, with you, it, it depends on the score. But we were in a one-point game. And, like, if we were down two scores, then, of course, um, you're going to go for it there in that scenario. But in a one-point game, that's never even in – you know what? And until I was prepped for this question, because Bob does a really good job, as you guys know um, – I, yeah, I never, it didn't really even come, come to my mind. Well, I was Nick Sirianni yesterday. I'll say this. Hmm. We're back live from Chickies and Pete's. Doug Peterson against the Patriots would have went for went, went for a fourth down there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have settled for a field goal. Um, yeah. Not I, the, I, I agree with that. That's not the way he was coaching. He was coaching that. And neither had Nick. Nick didn't do that all year. I mean, that's something Nick would have gone for. I, I, I'm. Was no, it the I, Packers game that they got stopped in a similar situation? I think it was. I think it was. But where, but where was the ball then? It was closer. It wasn't on the 34. It was closer to the 50, but it's still definitely in their own no, territory. For, forget, forget about that one. I, I, oh, yeah. Which one are you talking about? Yeah, I don't care about that one. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, we're talking about the one where they, it was 4th and 6th. Yes, the 15-yard 15 15 line. line. Putting you up by 6 yeah. puts you up by 6. Yeah, that's the one. put you up by 9 or 8 yeah. or even 7 to where it's at least you know you have a touchdown lead. Yeah. And if they score a touchdown, they're not in the lead unless they go for two. Like putting you up by six doesn't do anything. Yeah, and 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 thus I believe there would have been less criticism uh, had they not even gotten it, because you can almost justify why you're going for it there. Right. I yeah. mean, you have the lead at 24-21. Nobody's going to fault you for on fourth and six where you could pick up a first down or score a touchdown if you go for it. Look at it this way. If you were down by seven in that same scenario, you don't kick a field goal to get down by four because you still need a damn touchdown. Right. Right? So yeah. going up by six doesn't do anything. They, I mean, yes, they can't kick a field goal to tie it, but you're worried about right. the touchdown. I'm worried yeah. about the touchdown with Pat Mahomes. Yes. There's too much time left to be worried about a field goal. There's not like if It's not like, yes, I agree with you. It's not, it's not, the, it's not five minutes left in the game where you say, okay, I'd rather you have to go down and beat me by scoring a touchdown versus just giving you the field goal chance to tie it up. I know exactly what you're saying. The momentum matters. Going up by two score matters right there. They just came down and they ran it. They they literally ran it down your throat on the Mm. previous drive for a touchdown. So you, you kick a field goal, you give up a touchdown, you go three and out, you give up another touchdown. It was after the punt. Yeah, and and as it turned out, kicking the field goal there, 
didn't matter only in the end with the final score. But ultimately, the, the, the Chiefs came down and scored and went up 28 to 27. Right. right. <laughs> like, so who knows how it plays out with taking three, and if you didn't get it, what would they have mm-hmm. done to the game or whatever? I mean, the bottom line was that Nick Sirianni coached this aggressive way yeah. where I feel like if that was a regular season game, he goes for it. And again, I don't think people would have criticized him for going for it there. I just don't. I, I think people would have viewed that as, you know what, this is the Kansas City Chiefs. You got to go score touchdowns. You're not going to beat them with field goals. As a matter of fact, that would have been a plausible explanation. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not, we can't, we're not going to beat the Chiefs by kicking field goals. We're going right. to beat them by scoring touchdowns. And as it turned out, one of your best players felt that way. Yep. And said as much. He, he, he essentially said, we should have gone for it on fourth down. That, that's really what A.J. Brown is saying, ladies and gentlemen. We should have gone for it on fourth down. That, that's really what he's saying. And you know what, I It took two days for me to really understand yeah. what he was saying. Yeah, because me too, because I'm more focused on him saying it and, and really, you know, just keep it in-house if that's what you felt or what have you because you're also throwing your defense under the bus because you're saying you don't feel like the defense is going to be able to stop right. Kansas City which nobody would have disagreed with. <laughs> they felt the same way. Right. But ultimately, that's what he is saying. Yeah. He's saying we should have went for it right there. Play to win, not to lose. Yeah. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget online. Mark-Jewelers.com. Elliot's going to join us at 3 o'clock. Jack, you want to put a question up there about whether Sirianni made a mistake not going for it on that fourth down? I'm curious what, what, how people think about it today. Because getting three points put you up six. Mm-hmm. Didn't put you up eight, nine. Let's go to Chris at D.C. Chris, it is a let it all out Friday. You're up. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller to the show. Cool, man. Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Um, so, my, I, a couple things, but, like, the biggest thing for me that I just can't let go and even Twitter won't let go is the freaking flag, man. That, that flag being thrown there at that time. And Mahomes just, like, calling for it reminds me of, like, LeBron when he, like, like looks at the refs and is like, oh, and then they end up calling it. Like, that's mm-hmm. what, like, I can't let go of. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, – John Ritchie was talking about this. The O-line play in the second half, they weren't really doing too good at picking up the blitz, forcing Jalen to go just out, out of bounds every time. Yeah. And looking at that, man, that was driving me crazy. Just, and I think even Jason Kelsey mentioned in the podcast, like, one of the plays that sticks with him is him not noticing them coming at a blitz. Yeah. And uh, that drove me crazy. Uh, and uh, do you guys, I want to ask you guys, do you guys hear about the, the league trying to, trying to get rid of the, uh, the whole Jalen push? The tush push. Thing? The tush push. Yeah, yeah like, like, like no other team can do it. Like, like, like it works with, with Minshew doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand why they're trying to outlaw it now just because, you know what I mean, we did, we did something within the rules. But yeah. I, well, they say it's not aesthetically pleasing to look at. Yeah, what, the, what does that even mean? <laughs> so here's what, mean? Here's, what I th- here's what I think it means, Chris, and appreciate it. The NFL's a copycat league. Uh-huh. So if, if other teams see this working, then they say, okay, then this is something we're going to do. And then 26 of the 32 teams, when they get to third and short or fourth and short, are running the tush push. And if that's not something teams think is a good idea or the league doesn't think is a good idea, then they're going to try to stop it. At some point in time, it was illegal, and they, I don't know why they decided it wasn't illegal anymore, but mm-hmm. no, one, no one went back to it. No one started doing it until wisely the Eagles started doing it, and it works. 
So I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll, they'll get rid of it or not this offseason. Well, I don't even know why they want to get rid of it. I mean, they 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 rarely put rules in place that benefits the defense. Um, it if it's it's an automatic first down or gain of a yard or two for your offense. I I would think instead of teams wanting to get rid of it, they all would just adopt it and start doing it themselves because it works. Of course, It'll yes. Get your first down and extend the drive. Isn't that the objective? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, isn't that the objective? Like, no, you're right. The or NFL, is it the run plays that look good to everybody? You're right. The NFL does everything to make the offense better. So isn't this making the offense It doesn't make better? sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, it really doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, it, the, the play doesn't look great. I, I don't know. It's a quarterback sneak. What? Even if you don't do the tush push, what quarterback sneak looks great? Like, it, it's, you're basically falling forward for a yard. And the Eagles, whether or not they can be pushed or not, are still going to do that a lot because Jalen is strong and is able to get the able to get that half yard or a yard. Or I agree, but we'll see if he's able to do it without getting the extra push. push from behind. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they don't allow you. Here's why. Here's where I'll contradict myself. They don't allow you to just carry ball carriers into the end zone. Right. So. I can understand why they don't want you coming up from behind just pushing a player forward. But I, 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 like, I guess it's, I guess it's <laughs> not tough to regulate. But so you're telling me they're not allowed to, they're like, they're not allowed to push each other, or like you're right. It's one thing if you lift somebody up in the air and do it. It's another thing if you're just pushing them. Yeah, I mean, when they stop, can't push the pile anymore. Well, I think they stopped. Um, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, as I'm sure they will. Um, didn't they stop allowing, like, defenders to push the defensive linemen on field goal blocks? Yeah. Like, they don't allow defenders to get behind D tackles and, and push to get a block. Health. Like, safety reasons, I guess, guys. Were well, how's that, that different than <laughs> – like, how's that any different? I don't know. No, what it is is the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, and people that were watching the game, teams that were watching the game, well, they probably already knew this, but the look how e- look how easy the Eagles make make this look. So let's stop it. But other people did it too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the Eagles aren't the only ones who did it. They just happened to make it to the Super Bowl. So, I, I, so people other saw teams it. do it. Yeah, it's a copycat league. Right. Yeah, I've seen other teams do it. Yep. It's, it is an almost unstoppable play. <laughs> it virtually is yeah. for a yard. For a yard, right? Yeah. For a yard. Uh, Rocco from the Dirty 30 joins us. Mm-hmm. Now, Jack, a lot of... to meet Rocco for the first time last week. Yeah, me too. He bought us cannolis. Yeah. Thank you, Rocco. Uh, and we'll go to him right now. Jack, a lot of people are wondering what happens to the Dirty 30 and if uh, the morning show cars get broken up or they just they, they just get you know, Joe and John take them over. Rocco, how are you, buddy? Good, good, good. How are you guys doing? It was What's a pleasure up? meeting you all last Friday. Great. What's up, Rocco? You, buddy? What up? No, um, well, I'm just saying that, you know, my groin still hurts. Um, you know, you keep getting kicked in the same area um, season after season. This is our third lost championship in one year. I don't think any other city has gone through what we've gone through this year. And I got to say something about Jonathan Gannon. Mm-hmm. The way he left, it was the best 48 hours. It was a great 48 hours. Are you kidding me? It's like it's- Everybody was was you could see the emotion that he was. I mean, he was grateful for the opportunity. Kind of, he 
I swear to God, he treated us like a stepping stone. Like he was the, it was the next uh, 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 step on the ladder for him to get what he wanted. I don't know. I, I mean, you're around, you've been around coaches yeah. a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. I, did you get that feeling that he just was not emotionally involved with us? No, I, I didn't get that feeling. I, I think coaches, coaches, um, they have a tough job, right? When, especially when you're the one of the last coordinators that are going and you're a hot commodity team, want to interview you to be a head coach or what have you. It is difficult to, to navigate, staying focused and devoting all your attention here on the team that you're on while also trying to pursue what's a dream of yours. What is he supposed, what, what are these coaches supposed to do? Not take interviews? I mean, how is that fair to them? Not- that they, they are being penalized because their teams are successful because they're doing a good job coaching and have advanced further that they are left out on opportunities to be head coaches. I, that's not fair to them. I can't sit here and tell you what was in Jonathan Gannon's mind. I, I don't know if he was distracted. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you ask me, do I believe that was the case? I tell you, no. I don't believe that was the case. I believe that he lived and died by the same philosophy that he's always had. That's what I believe. Why are we acting like we, we saw something Sunday? I mean, was he looking for a job last year when Pat Mahomes did this, when Derek Carr did this, when Dak did it in December? See, to me, I'd rather I'd lean on the category of above, I mean, average to above average quarterbacks will expose this philosophy or have success against it. And, and, that's, that, and that's what you saw Sunday. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with he had one foot out the door or anything else. Because here's the thing. Every last one of those coaches, and to my knowledge, Jonathan Gannon hasn't won a Super Bowl. So the yeah, ability want to ring? Yeah, the ability to win a Super Bowl and be and be placed in NFL lore in history as part of a championship team, that's more valuable than that next head coaching job that may last a year, two, or three years. You're on a championship team, you guys walk together forever. Forever. So you mean to tell me I should believe Jonathan Gannon's sacrifice, being connected to this team, being a part of a championship team because he was focused on getting a head coaching job somewhere else or he knew he was getting a head coaching job somewhere else so he wasn't locked in as much? I, that's a little far-fetched. I, 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 would, I, I would lean more. Now, had it been a bad quarterback he faced and he lit him up, then okay. But most good quarterbacks have lit up this defense. Yeah, what we saw on Sunday, <laughs> yeah. we've seen pre- plenty of times before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I, um, it's a let it, let it all out Friday. So if, if that's how you that's feel, how you then, feel, then sure. let it out. But I'm going to let it out. I think, it's ridic- <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. And just, I mean, just use your, use your common sense to put yourself in the situation. If you're Jonathan Gannon, why would you be distracted and not trying to win the Super Bowl and not preparing the same way? You're trying to win. You've been with these guys for two years. You've been with these players for two years. You and Nick Sirianni are close. You and Shane Steichen are close. You, you and your staff right. are close. to his staff, You're yes. trying to win a Super Bowl. You, yeah. Like you said, you're a Super Bowl champion as defensive coordinator. Whether or not you're the coach of the Cardinals or not, it's going to be there. Right. Like, why would you not be as prepared or as hungry to try to win a Super Bowl and beat the Chiefs? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. He may never get back to the Super Bowl again. It 
doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he just took the Cardinals job. And who knows how long he's going to be there and where Dude, he's going to be next. He's going to want that Super Bowl <laughs> ring when he's looking for a job in yes, three years. All right. Exactly. Yeah, like, you want so, that like, ring. I know we hate Jonathan Gannon. I know everybody hates Jonathan <laughs> Gannon. And he's this and he's that. And he had one foot out the door and he didn't care. I mean, seriously, just like try to make sense of that. Try to like, how does that make any sense that he didn't care about the game and he had one foot out the door? Makes no sense at all. No. None. No, I don't. I don't think that was the reason. I just look at it as he got. Like I said, he lives and dies by the same coaching philosophy. And we said we've seen it. You go up against a quarterback of this caliber. You want to say he sucks? Say he sucks. Yeah, like, exactly. Just, yeah. How about he just sucks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, then he we, didn't we, care about the game. And yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he got a text message at halftime telling him he got the job, and he said, "Oh, I don't care about the second half." Started playing on his phone during the second half of the game. Like, what are we doing here, people? Jack, you don't think that, do you? That he one foot out the door? Starting to add up, though. <laughs> Starting to add up, though. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, obviously I think it's the same. But whatever. We lost Super Bowl, so I like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, let's let it all out. Listen, listen. Let people let it out. They want to believe conspiracy theories. The sod father screwed the Eagles. John DeGannon got a text at halftime saying, you got the job. You know, don't There's more off. to the sod father than John DeGannon not the guys caring get, about the game. The guys at the, the parade yesterday for the Chiefs, I'm sure. <laughs> that has not been confirmed. Is that breaking news? He was incognito. He was incognito. Well, one person not at the parade was Arthur. He was in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we oh, didn't, man, we missed we him. We didn't get to see him. Arthur, where were you, man? We were looking all over for you. Yo, how's everything? Hey, Arthur. What's up, Arthur? How are you, buddy? Uh, let me ask you, are you guys going to get over it? Oh, my God, let it go. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. You know, look, I love you guys. Come on. You know, let you it get go. The get beat up. You get over it. It's fine. It's almost a week later. And you're still complaining the refs, the field. Where did Kansas City play? Did they play in Las Vegas? No. Well, we're we're anti-turf talk on the show, Arthur. Just we think it's ridiculous. Well, you two are. About the turf. Yes. Yes, exactly. I play mean, on come ice skates. On. Yo, listen. The better team won. You were up by 10. The better team win. did not win. Oh, my God. Who won that? The worst team? <laughs> Oh, my God, yo, brother. The Eagles are the better team. The Chiefs had the better quarterback slightly, even though he didn't play better that day. You can't tell me Jalen Hurts didn't outplay Pat Mahomes that day. No, I think Mahomes had the upper hand because they won by three. I'm just going by the the game, brother. The defense and the punt return. What about the defense, a touchdown, and a punt return? Oh, listen. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what killed the Eagles. The the low kick. They, they ran back. The pump return, And the fumble. Yeah. And the fumble. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it came down to. Okay. I, mean, I agree with that. You know, you guys got to get over it. Let it go. No, hey, no. We're not trying to. Over it, man. See, you, listen, you're a Giants fan. You're used to losing. Like, like, Whoa, like, like, like you're a Giants fan. Nice. You're used yep. to losing. Yep. Oh, my God. You got one Super Bowl <laughs> in 57 years. And oh you have Daniel God. Jones have as your quarterback. Nation. Yo, I love you, brother. But how could you make that statement? Because that the Giants the have been the Giants have been the worst team in the NFL in the last five years. Worst team. The Giants stink. And you're about to give that. Daniel Jones an extension. Yeah. How you how you like yeah. that? But I give you facts. I told you the Giants suck. I had the Giants for two wins. I can't even believe they had ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just keeping it real for you. Yo, but not for nothing. 
I don't want to just change the subject. How about the Phoenix Suns making a move? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, we, want to I don't care. Yeah, so we were, yeah, we were, Arthur, we were just going to talk about that. Thank you. Kevin Durant. Yep. Just going to, I was on the tip of my tongue. So, yeah, Arthur, I did, did, did Arthur get raided last week? He didn't get arrested or anything? I guess not if he's mm-hmm. out. Because once he gets in trouble, he goes right, he, he's boom, gone. <laughs> Violates parole, he's gone. 215-592-9494. got to be a smarter criminal, man. That's, Arthur's not a smart criminal. I think that's pretty. <laughs> got to be a smarter criminal. How'd you get in trouble out there in Arizona? Well, we were out there for four days, five days. I couldn't see anything to do. Well, once they once <laughs> the they're on to him, he actually said a, one of the last times we talked to him, they now they know who he is and what he does. He's got to move. When you when you now is he in witness protection out there? What's going on? No, they just oh. no, they just like well, that's the guy that. It does this, this, and this, and well, this. Well, plus he doesn't look like everybody else right. out there. That's for certain. Sticks out. So he's yeah. got to move locations to where the local authorities aren't on to what he does. Card uh, game, load chart. Got to go to Vegas, game. man. He's probably banned in Vegas. He's probably banned in Vegas. <laughs> That's Arthur. Coming up, Elliot Shore Parks. It's a let it all out Friday. What's nah, bothering him? This guy. Mower's takeaways from the press conference. And more. And we have this to- guy's been on every show today, too. I saw that. Elliot. Yeah, oh like one, o- 1 o'clock, too. It's like yeah. Joe, Joe and John on their final show. It's still have to have Elliot on two hours before we do. Two one five five nine two. Well, and he was quite emotional that he was the last guest. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, that's what I got to get on him about. He did a, he did a testimony to, to the damn midday show. Oh, I don't know if we need him today, then, Jack. <laughs> he really did do a testimony. All right, we'll see what happens next. Sick of this, man. Don't go anywhere. We're live at Shiggy's and Pete's in South Philly. Best in-game experience for all your sports, basketball, hockey, and more. Shiggy's and Pete's. Back after this, Marks and Reese. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.